Hello and welcome to Mike and Ivanka's Grand Podcast, a weekly podcast where we figure out what we think about everything in the known universe. My name's Michael Forrest. And I'm Ivanka Magic. And this week we are going to talk about what we what, what we have learned recently about finance, about Whoa. investments. And um, none of this, as I've learned you have to say, is financial advice, people. Do never no. take my financial advice. Oh, <laughs> 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 mine. Um, so, uh, we're, we're, yeah, like I've been. Um, we're, we're gonna, so we're going to talk a bit about like the finance, the investing apps, like modeling your portfolio or whatever, cryptocurrency versus like traditional stocks and shares as we understand it. Bit of P2P lending mm-hmm. that kind of stuff maybe some you know crazy web 3 kind of crypto stuff inflation it's not going to be boring though because we're we're, we're not like we're not going to use jargon we're not going to be like investor types we're just going to try and say it in as clear terms as we can <laughs> see if we can learn something by talking to each other um, michael's had a bit of a resurgence recently and uh i've looked last couple of weeks is it you've been looking at investing things <laughs> yeah well over the last month or two really month or um two. yeah okay. I, I sort of did an experiment in bitcoins right with the caveat of sorry but i'll tell i'll say why i picked uh, the sort of crypto space in the end um but yeah that is the episode so let's play the titles and then let's just you know record a podcast let's do it let's go How's it going, Ivanka Magic? I haven't seen you for a couple of weeks. Well, I have, but we haven't as the audience. How's it going? I know, we the audience. Um, it's, going, it's going well. It is. So it is. Uh, I do believe I had a great week. We weren't recording last week, so I was working on some interesting workshops facilitating uh, mm. for the World Food Programme of all people. But more excitingly, on a, on a, in a column of good stories, I got feedback on my book. And it was very positive. Yeah. Author. Yeah. So I got to celebrate. And then I, you know, then I had a couple of days of digesting um, because I couldn't look at it. And then obviously one looks at the comments and the feedback and one realizes it gets overall, it might be good, but there's still work to be done. Still a couple of gnarly bits of story that, because I've, you know, I, I, did, I wrote it sort of out of sequence and re- reordered it and all sorts of things like that. Now I've got to sort of smooth the bits that were written at different times and different orders and make sure that it all works together as a book, which is a whole new thing. But overall, bit of a boost to me. I felt very lifted. Uh, so that was nice. Well, that's splendid news. I'm glad Thank that you. you are Thank you. like Thank getting you. to that last, uh, the final stretch, it sounds like. Is yeah, it going to be one my, of these I'm, final? I'm getting ready for the glory. <laughs> yeah, is it going to be one of those final stretches that takes as long as the entire rest of it, or do you I, think it's really going to be quick now? I don't. I don't think so. I think I. I did a lot of work on that second draft, and now a, 
largely it's going to be a question of which bits of feedback I decide to action and which bits of feedback I go. That is a valid point. But <laughs> as the author of this book, I choose not to take that feedback on board. Because I think Got you it. do have right. that right. It's like, this is my book. Yeah, I could go into that, but I'm not going to. Or, uh, you know, so it's that sort of. And then is so that's that's where I'm at. And I think, uh, you know, there's a risk of never putting it out into the world as well. Like, is it yes, good enough, like on a reputation management, on a personal satisfaction yeah. level? Um, First yes, book. It, first book it'll probably leave some questions unanswered unexplained but then people can invite me on their podcast and help me promote the book to clarify this (laughs) it won't be deliberate but uh but yeah if there's anything there or you know second edition so that's a thing isn't it in books that's a thing second book (laughs) follow-up book you know i'm starting a whole new line of business uh but, you know, it, it, it isn't meant to be a big academic, exhaustive, is the word tome? tome Maybe as an word. author, I should, <laughs> I should know how to use it. Uh, it's meant to be more of a, you know, sitting alongside somebody that's that's been doing this for a while and learning from them thing. So there you go. Uh, <laughs> I got one comment <laughs> from a friend who went, oh, so you're just declaring this as fact, are you? Uh, yes, I am. <laughs> that's how authors do things. That's, that's how you that's write. The rule. That's, that's how you be an expert. <laughs> yeah, just go. Because I had loads of feedback on removing, in my opinion, or mm. I think, or if I were to give you advice. You know, it's more like, just say yeah. it. Okay, I will say it. <laughs> so I go. saw a rule, like, the best way to find out the answer to a question on the internet is not to ask the question, it's to post the wrong answer. So you'll uh, you'll Never. get people if people correct you, then you'll find out the right answer. You know, okay. so there you ah, go. that's good to know. I like it. Right. So how are you, Michael? How am I? I've actually had a really interesting couple of weeks. Um, on my so I I started this experiment for I said two months. I'm not going to be allowed to write code. Uh, so I've got to like do everything but. And I've had a really interesting experience as, you know, we had the MVP conversation. We had the, you know, we talked about that like a couple of weeks ago. Um, so last week was this really interesting. Uh, so what I, I noticed, what I realized was what I usually do when I work on something and release it and tell everyone about it is I put something out and then I sort of like, wait, start checking, like, wait, check, check, check for notifications, see if anyone's replied, see if anyone's liked it. Like, and then I'm sort of like anxious about it. And I'm like, oh, maybe I shouldn't have done it. Maybe. Um, but last week, I, I didn't really, because I didn't have anything other to else to do but promote, I would then I release one thing and then I'd like release the next thing. <laughs> And then I'd record the next thing and release that. And and so I was sort of like stacking anxiety levels on top of one another, like one at a time. So it's like, and now I'm anxious about two things, three things. And like, so I had a really like high octane, like anxiety levels in the evenings last week. But it was, it was fun in that like social way. Like, I, like I love in the way that, you've had such a sort of intense social time that then you want to turn off your phone when you get home. And so I did that. I did that. I did it. I finally set up um, Apple, like focus, whatever, uh, do not disturb so that when I get home, it 
stops like Twitter notifications and stops like work notifications mm -hmm. and just um, gives me like, uh, you know, just and then I put my phone upstairs just so that I can top like load up all this social stuff but then like actually like switch off properly in the evening and do a meditation and i've noticed that like sharon has a shower in the evening so now i'm sort of synchronizing my i, I realize an evening meditation works really well for me so sit down like let it all go because you get home and there's like oh i should post it here i should do this i should do that I should do that you're sort of like really like on in this high energy level um way but um uh i think like this has been a different week this week so it's hard to compare but i think this has been a really good thing for me to push through and it's been a huge sort of learning experience for me as a entrepreneur and i'm sort of figuring out you know my outlet so i joined this indie hackers uh, community um which is sort of the perfect community for me and I, I realize that I, I always have this sort of impulse to write about nerdy stuff, tech stuff, but it doesn't really belong on Squares TV. It doesn't really belong on Good to Hear. But now there's this social community where they're asking questions about um, uh, like what was the biggest thing you did as an entrepreneur to kind of, you know, to, be, to go from entrepreneur to entrepreneur. I had a good story about that. It got featured sort of in their newsletter the next day when I just wrote a comment on it. Someone yesterday was talking about like, how do you like let something go? I was like, ah, I've got that blog post that I've been thinking about for ages. That's actually a perfect reply to this conversation. And then I'm part of a discussion and I'm sort of building some reputation there. Twitter, I'm building in public now, like I, I, that's where I'm posting my numbers and like how it feels and, and what's going on with that. So like if you follow me on Twitter, you're going to have seen a lot more activity. But yeah, I'm just um, I am I'm learning so much and I'm talking to all these different people as well. Having, you know, I spoke to a magician last week and a, and a rabbi and uh, this, you know, it's like I'm talking to all these different kinds of people. And it's and yeah, I spoke to my a competitor. I mean, he's doing so much better than I am with, with his camera app than I ever will. Um, but um, that's fine. Um, we can get on. So I'm just having a really, <laughs> you know, we're just I'm just having a I'm just having a good time, really. And um, it's been scary. But in, in that way that, you know, that you're like you're kind of overcoming some blocks and some fears and some and, and some things that were holding you back a bit. So I and, and I've seen my numbers jump. And I don't, you know, it's it's hard to know really why it happens, but it feels like, but I'm seeing my mailing list sign ups for the first time and it's like, okay, I'm doing it. And now I'm getting them from two sources because I just put two sort of half started things up and, and it's, it's starting to grow in the way that I sort of pictured it growing and having to grow for me to this to be a long term thing. Um, but I had no idea how I was going to get to work from where I was to. And now I'm sort of seeing it a bit more clearly, like how that momentum builds and how you compound that that progress. So there we go. That's me. I'm it. Yeah. <laughs> and as uh, one. OK, well, let's, I'll show you me going for a run. Go on, as one what? Oh, no, no. What have you got any say? have you got any thoughts on that or shall I just uh, go to the break? <laughs> I was just going to say congratulations on oh, being okay. sociable. Congratulations on being sociable. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so here's me running in the cold. In the
that was footage of me running. Yeah, like I, I am tweeting out my um my times. I'm trying to get to five minutes um a kilometer. Um ambling at between sort of 520 and 540 uh, but it is also very cold at the moment and on some days the running track that I run on is, is frosted so you're just worried about slipping over if you're not careful um, yeah. but I'm definitely building up my fitness anyway we did. I was just going to do a running comment because mm. we've yeah. entered this running this half marathon thing so I've got to mm. practice um, but uh, timing wise like last night we were running in the dark in a rural run in the dark means that it's very dark <laughs> oh, on God. pebbly on pebbly and rocky with a head torch no, no. so I was like uh, but it's, it's kind of adventurous but you're not working on your time you're just being outside really yeah um, but it was but we did I mean only a bit of it was that sort of slightly treacherous more walking than running and then um, after that then we had to I horrible thing when you've got a target of distance that's a new distance and you like run you like finding an extra 500 meters adding a loop on because mm. you know we have yeah, anyway. yeah. And you're like are we there is it done yet we're we done <laughs> but i'm quite i am enjoying it um but yeah anyway i don't like it, investing on... in my health yes i don't like running on like pebbly ground or anything like that i'm just terrified my ankle's gonna go and it's, it's all gonna be over for three months um so <laughs> That's brave. Have you got have you got foot feet shoes or are you uh, doing it in trainers, bouncy trainers? I'm doing it in barefoot running shoes. Yeah, there we go. That's better then because at least you can feel the so, rocks. Because I can stuff. feel the rocks yeah. and stuff. So yes, yes I, I do. Okay. I do feel that makes a difference. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That definitely. I, I'd probably be more confident. Anyway, that's investing in your feet. <laughs> Invest in your ankles. That's. <laughs> Shoo, it right. back into the subject. Listen, so, right. Michael, tell us, tell us how we're going to be rich. No, you know what? What is you know? So, 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 what really is money apart from a giant pyramid scheme? Um, that means if you've got more money, you can get more money. That's that's essentially the the basis of all of this. The people that had loads of wealth went. Oh no. Okay, so we'll we'll give you these tokens that you can fight over, uh, but are Big houses will be worth a lot of the tokens. So just remember that. And then also we'll lend you and we'll, you'll pay interest on the tokens if, if we lend you from our wealth. And, and that's fine. And then sometimes we might invest in you, but we'll, we'll then own you to some extent. And then any work you do, we'll, we'll just need most of that. And we'll, we'll buy things that, you know, machines and, and so on. And you can, you can do your little jobs, work your hours, and we'll, we'll just... Be taking most of that money though because we i mean we took the risk we took the risk we invested in equipment so that's that's money <laughs> that's my explanation <laughs> of money um but really and and when you so uh, and that, that so like when, when you get out of debt and your money becomes something that you've got some money and this is something that was you know i achieved maybe three years ago i was like i got out of debt and i managed to start saving and in covid it made it very easy to st covid i was doing well with my app and i was able to put some money aside um each month and there was nothing to do to spend it on anyway so i actually like yeah. I, I sort of got a little bit of sort of extra money i, I had some savings uh, but i'm looking at them going Inflation and interest rates. Um, so if I'm losing it at 5% a year and I'm getting 0.1% interest, that how does that work? Like, 
that's 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 not going to be any good to me. <laughs> um, and and so I've been meaning to try and figure out investments. And I you know I read that rich dad poor dad book, and um, I um there's this whole idea of assets and making your money work for you. And um, how do you do that? You 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 buy property. I can't afford to buy property. That's never happening in any time soon. Um, but buy property to rent, not to live in. That doesn't count if you live in it. Um, you oh. no no that's that's not an asset that's a that's a, like a, home. a money pit they call it yeah. A home. yeah a home we call it um or you you know stocks and bonds and that kind of thing is is the other or you buy companies that you've read their sheets and you know invest in companies but this whole thing is is based around i put money in and then i watch the squiggly line go up and down and I hope that the squiggly line goes up. And then obviously with buying a company, you need an exit strategy. Like, how do I get my money back out? Say the company grows massively in value, but they never sell it. Can, can I have my, I know I've, I've got all this wealth invested in this company, but you're not selling or going public. So I can't really get it back. And then, so I think yeah. like going public is, you know, I'm sort of, you know, it's a way that you can sort of gamble on those companies without having to like wait for them to do something. It's just like, there are now stocks that can be bought and sold. Um, but like in terms of getting into that sort of stocks market, like Sharon's using Nutmeg, which is, you know, um, which, which she was in, you know, recommended by her sister. And so she she's sort of trying the sort of stocks and you can put a sliding scale of your risk level that you're comfortable with. And all this comes down to is how wiggly is the line and when can I get out? And it's like <laughs> choosing, like how wiggly is the line and knowing when is the right time to put some money in and when is the right time to take some money out? And that's the whole game. And you just... And depending on the different type of thing it is, is how wiggly the line's going to be. So if it's a house, it's sort of like pretty much because of everything is oriented around house prices going up. It's slowly like just ticking up a little bit. And with rent, you, you're getting your rent. But if you go to sort of like really risky stocks, it's going up and down wildly every day. And it's, you, it's completely unpredictable. And so you sort of go, okay, my high risk, I put some stuff on the random thing. And then my low risk, I have some long-term stuff. And then there's compounding where like, the more you get, the more you get over time. Um, so, um, but yeah, it's this, it's, this, it's this game of, I don't know where I am on the curve at any particular moment in time. <laughs> am I? And that's the whole game. And people act like they can make these predictions and maybe they got lucky and then they think that they made a good prediction about the market. But it's really like, here's yeah. some random ups and downs. Try and sell when it's yeah. at a peak, but you have no way of knowing. Try and get it right, yeah. I mean, I know a few people and have known a few people over the years who've, be, who've be, done that day trader thing where they've mm. sort of made it, a, one person I know ended up kind of making it their job Mm. Uh, especially after COVID affected their normal business. And then um, a couple of people I know do it as, have done it as hobbies. Mm. Um, but, and I've, I've just never had the, I sort of conceptually understand it, but I think it goes back a bit to this conversation we had uh, one time, I think it was about money. And then Katie emailed us and said, you're forgetting about wealth as being mm. different from money. Yeah. Yeah, and, yeah. you know, being my, being me, with very little inherited or given to me, pretty much nothing. <laughs> they, they, you know, I've always thought of money as 
it being something that I have to earn and that yeah. money is something that I have to spend. And I've never really thought of it. You know, of course I've thought of savings, but mm. in a, like adding it up, the you know, I earn the money and then I put some to one side sort of thing. And then when I've saved up enough, I can do a thing, which yeah. is none of this has got anything to do with investing at all. Yeah, exactly. It's, and it's how I've always thought about money as well. Like you earn it and you spend it, and then that's how. And then <laughs> and if you, you need more, it, you try and work more. <laughs> or like, yeah, like, you work, you get paid for your time, and that's it. But that's not how yeah. how they're doing it. <laughs> no, and I, it, I don't. Yeah, mm. I, I mean, we're. I think I'm in a slightly different position to you in terms of like, I'm. We're debt free, but we have a mortgage. Yeah. Um, so we have a mortgage on property. And um, I am pretty privileged that in the way that, though I say that, but I am not privileged. I had to work for my mum. But you know, like Nick and I between mm. us have managed to have a we have a house here in Croatia and we have one in England. And then, and then, but I also recall I was I was looking at pensions recently and retirement and things like that. Not that we've talk, spoken about retirement, and I don't mm. have any. Uh, you know, I, I understand that continuing to be active in my brain and active in my body means that I will actually potentially live a longer, healthier life. Mm. But I don't have to work for people I don't like, if, you know, you and that's like... kind of the like, I need a little bit of a buffer zone of being able to go, you're horrible. I don't want to work with you. <laughs> Bye. Um, or I don't want to do that project. It sounds wrong. Yeah. And, you know, financial that, freedom, it, they call it. Financial, you need a bit of financial I mean, freedom is the next level. In my 20s, right? surprisingly, I probably put money into a pension for a few years. Right. But then <laughs> haven't since. And now I'm like, in my mid to late 40s, I'm like, hmm, <laughs> this retiring business, that's not so far away for, you know, if I'm going to go yeah. down. And it's like, well, what's that going to look like? And I, you know, I think uh, some, I remember, you know, so, so, so this investment thing, this bit where you can sort of take, maybe take some of your savings and make it work for, is that the phrases mm. one uses yeah. as an investment? Make yes, it work exactly. for you. Make, it make work my for you. wealth work for me. Um, yeah. But, you know, where do you start? And can I be asked? I've, I've put more, I think it's the can I be asked? Am mm. I interested enough in the wiggly line thing that you're talking about? It's like, oh, yeah. God. Oh, I'd rather be gardening. Yeah. But the, the fact is, like, like it's sort of that the rich dad, poor dad book, he's sort of a bit condescending about the idea that people are scared to, so scared of losing any of their hard-earned money that they miss out on this whole world where you can get money for free. And, like, that is the first thing you've got to be able to steal yourself to. And it's why, like, you know, Sharon's sort of invest, you know, using this nutmeg app, and it's not been a good time for, for, for like, stocks and stuff. And even though it's, like, she's she went, like, level four out of ten risk level or whatever, and it's, like, um, it's tough to see your money go down <laughs> for no reason. I find it almost, I, I, I'm i very, I'm sort of almost, I laugh at her about it. I'm like, I'm so, <laughs> well, I'm so bad. I'm so sorry. Like, it's like, but this is just like part of it. Like, if you see money as this thing, this finite resource that you have to earn and, and save and spend, it's like, it's like, it's hard to switch into this thing. It's where this, your wealth can be some arbitrary number and um, it's going to go up and down. And you just have to sort of yeah, like yeah. be patient and uh, just assume <laughs> that, you know, some guy on the other end is not being a complete tool. Like, 
Yeah, I, th- I think part of it though is that it's not really for free in because you've got to worry about it and that costs you mm. something <laughs> you've got to uh, yeah. you've got to make i do i think it it's like you know i was only half joking when i said i'd rather be in the garden you know i'd rather be investing an hour of my time yeah. mul- mulching <laughs> in yeah, yeah. the hope that, that my garden is more resilient to the sun's rays come yeah. midsummer than um reading about what nutmeg is uh, and sure. deciding what the risks are, and then and and I think so. So it it it's it, and it. But I'm not saying that my what I'm saying is right or responsible or any of those words. I'm mm. just saying that in the same way that you know, cleaning the bathroom isn't the most exciting task. Yeah. But at least when you've cleaned the bathroom, you've got a clean, shiny bathroom. <laughs> like but in this one, I'm gonna have to wait a long time to get happy, aren't I? Yeah. For this. Wiggly line. I mean, but conversely, you could end up with a lot more money than for free, like than, and it's actually like a very small amount of effort to do it, right? Like you're saying, like I'd rather spend an hour in the garden. Like once you've chosen, which I mean, yeah, maybe you do some research, maybe you listen to recommendations, but once you've gone, okay, I'm, I've decided I'm going to put like X hundred pounds or thousand pounds or whatever on in this thing. It takes ten seconds, and then if it goes up, it's like well. That was ten seconds well spent, but it is yeah. it is it is, it is by by putting the money into an investment, you're taking it out of your available money, and you you can't it's 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 like you've got to say okay, this is money that I don't actually need for my life, and um, I think um, and the, the, so I did I used this um summit tool recently, which had like a personal finance modeling thing. It's this sort of node you drag and drop and you plug things into other things. And his like reference was like have like five grand savings and and then sort of make investments with. And then you think of your savings as basically if tomorrow I suddenly need some money, I'm I'm sort of they what do they call it like um like fluid or whatever. Like I can get that money and use that. And so like your savings are almost like your I can get to that now and then after that you're thinking more in terms of longer term investments of different time periods and um sort of but it really like I think for sort of the higher risk types of investments you definitely you have to think of it like gambling like can I afford I need to be able to afford to lose all of this money before I'm going to put it in this thing maybe like bonds and things that you're kind of committed to a bit long term and the people are relatively confident that that's going to go, but you never know. You don't know what's going to crash. You don't know what's going to happen. Um, the markets uh, do tend to like recover one way or another, don't they? And like this yeah, growth yeah. addiction is pretty much the way the world works. So it's probably going to go up. And, and, and then it comes down to like, the more you can put in, the more benefit you get each time it ticks up a bit. Ticks right, down up. A bit. Yeah. But I did but used I, to what, buy that. Mm. Yeah, go on. You've got But what I can do for the next segment is I, I want to tell you like the concrete experiment that I started that okay. like helped cool. me really, really think about this. Um, and actually for the break I'll show you I'll show, this the Bitcoin graph. <laughs> So, um, like getting a broker, I don't know, I did talk to someone, I was like, you know, do I get a broker or something like that? But then there's the apps that, but then um, actually, if you want to try 
a random wiggly line going up and down. Probably the lowest barrier to entry for a riskier, like a more like crazy market is cryptocurrency at the moment. And it's really easy to just like put a bit of cash in and and like try it. And that's that's kind of what I end. I thought, well, Sharon's doing the nutmeg thing. I'm gonna I'm gonna sort of take a bit of a shot on this the crypto thing i'll put some in the in the proof of stake i'll put some in the the big ones and just i just want to because I, I so i had this idea it's like what i want to try is okay i've got this thing i want to buy that costs x amount of money that i can't really afford and um, because one of the rich dad poor dad things is like use your um don't buy luxuries with your normal money buy luxuries with your financial asset gains like with your stock market gains like if you have a good week on the thing cash some out and go on holiday but don't spend your normal money on holiday your money that you worked for and I was like okay that's interesting and there was this thing I wanted to buy that I still well you know spoiler spoiler alert I have not been able to buy it yet <laughs> um uh but um that costs sort of in a range that meant okay like if 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 Bitcoin, I, and I made I made a little calculator for myself, and I was like, "How much do I need to put in for it to, if it goes up by like ten percent, I can then cash out and afford this thing." And also, like, how do I do that? And and um, and one thing I read, I was like, "Oh, do I need to do like algorithmic trading to watch the price and check when it goes to this level and check when it goes above this level?" And um, so, just as a reference point, Bitcoin, um. It was around, I think, like £20,000 a Bitcoin, like, I don't know, maybe earlier in the last couple of years it was that. But then it went up, it sort of peaked around 40-ish. And then it was sort of like idling around there. And then you sort of wait when it's something sort of skyrockets a bit, you sort of like, I really should have bought some of that. And you're sort of waiting for it to come back down, like waiting to find what like level it's going to settle to. Because you don't know if it's going to, it could just keep going up. You don't know. It's like, do you just get in or do you wait for it to drop a bit? Do you, you hope for like a sudden crash and then try it. But I was like, okay, look, it's down to like 36. And it seems like, I don't know if it's necessarily going anywhere. So I'm just going to, like, you don't really know. So I'm, I'm going to try it now. And um, this was sort of around like in December. And I thought, look, right, if it goes up by like 10%, I can afford this thing. And then I looked into it. Do I need to do it? But actually, like when you, when you buy a stock, you can set the... Um, you can set the maximum price you want to pay for it and you can and when you sell it you can set the minimum price you want to sell so it's like you can either just so there's like a drop down in in the bitcoin hat which is like pay the market rate whatever it is right now or limit a limit buy or a limit sell where you say okay i want it to be so i was like okay i want it to be open when it i count, did the maths and i said okay when it hits this level sell this much and i've got my money for my thing and that was like okay cool that's a good reference point for this and then also, when I tried to buy it, I was like, well, I want, to, want it to hit like 36 in, um, before it before I pay for it. And so I sort of created a limit buy kind of thing and did that. And then you're sort of sitting there going, OK. Oh, but if it keeps going up, I'm not going to be able to buy. It's, it's that that order's going to just stay there. And the whole thing is like, what are the orders? People can put whatever price they want into the market. They can say, I'm willing to pay this much and they can just leave yeah. that there indefinitely. So that was kind of my algorithmic trading thing. I'm, I've just set up this sell and like, it will only get triggered when the market hits a certain level and not before. And so then the dynamic that now that I've, I'm, I've got a horse in the race, I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm, first thing is, okay, 
I can get there quicker if I put more money in. But don't put more money in than I'm... But remember that I could lose it all. So careful. Yeah. Like, but if I put a bit more in, then it can get to that level. Um, but then you start to notice the dynamics. It's like when it started so early on, it started going up. And I was like, oh, like I was nearly there. And then I sort of thought, ah, right. But the downside of selling as soon as it gets to that level is what if it keeps going up and up and up and I've over like I've sold it for too little. I could have got more for that, those those tokens. And um, yeah. you go, OK, but you, you sort of have to commit to the strategy because otherwise it's like because if it goes down, if, if it just touches it and then goes down, then you then you won. Like, but you, you've got to decide what you want to do. You've got to have your strategy. And like. Um, uh, and but yeah, so it went up and but then it didn't quite hit it. And then it's been going kind of dropping quite and then it really severely dropped last week <laughs> it like really crashed down to like i can't remember what it was it was in that video but it's like it's it's been in like 25 it dropped below 25 and i was like okay but you know you've got to just have this you've got to sort of have a certain amount of emotional detachment from it and say look i knew this i, I this isn't something i need like i'm not yeah. paying my rent i'm not relying on this gamble to pay the rent and I I feel like it just means I'm going to wait a few more months and it, and then I'll get this thing. I'm pretty confident that it's going to, you know, be fine. But, there, you know, maybe Bitcoin crashes. But then the good thing about that is that Bitcoin's not burning the Earth's resources. So maybe that's good, too. Um, but, yeah, that, that that's me talking for ages about my experiment. I don't know if that's sort of like... No, I think that having a strategy sense. thing is really key. And uh, the other thing you made me think of is that, you know, when you said the spend it on something, a luxury. And this is a weird, I think about, I don't know if it's a bit, but anyway, and I've never, so I don't like, I'm, I was just trying to think about whether or not I would, if I were to take a few hundred pounds or a thousand pounds or a hundred pounds or whatever and put it into something right what what mm. would be my strategy and what would I care about because I know there's a lot of re like and then when when you were talking earlier about uh what are you going to put it into one of the things I was thinking about because it's another way of showing confidence in something so for example if I bought some shares in something to do with uh, solar energy mm. or mm. Um, electric cars, something that I think is a, it's like a vote as well, isn't it? To yeah. say, yeah. I have faith in this part of the future. Um, and so, and it, so because, because actually I'm, re I'm in a lucky spot at the moment. I don't like most things I want, I can buy. Uh, and maybe I'm not shooting high enough. Maybe I should want more things. Uh, I don't know. But do you know what I mean? Like, so, so there's a bit of like, what, what would be the incentive to me? I mean, having free money always sounds really tempting. Um, and, you know, there's no way that's not tempting. But, um, but, you know, one of the other sides of things I end up looking at a lot, I look at exchange rates a lot because mm. I live in three currencies pretty much. And then I did a project. So I've got, pounds croatian corner and euros which i have different things that i have to pay out of and then because uh, for example for the restaurants brighton business hosting so a lot of things are charged in dollars and so yeah. you know you can lose a lot of money 
just by paying in the wrong currency mm. through the wrong bank account, literally. And I started properly looking into this and being quite religious about it when we did that big motorcycle trip because I worked mm. out that it could cost me two and a half grand in bank charges for a year of living which is a phenomenal amount of money so and then recently i've been a bit more careful of oh pounds up against the corner better top up my corner account today because it's going to you know that's free money in a weird you know that's a hundred quid sometimes if you like paying a big bill or i don't know do you know what I mean? so it's like a so I, I am interested but i tend to look at it in a not spending or not or yeah, like I think I'm still stuck. I'm stuck in yeah. I'm stuck in a dare I say it sort of working class mentality mm. of not having wealth and yeah, therefore exactly. not trusting it, not expecting it, not not I might say not necessarily wanting it, but it's just not in my thought processes. Yeah, but, yeah you know, yeah. it's um the the irony of, of of not wanting to think about it is our lives are ruled like the banks are doing this this they're doing this to us all the time the fees the interest rates the 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 asymmetry between what they can pay us in interest and what we have to pay them in interest just it's It's so exploitative and if we're not like at least trying to understand that 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 thing like realizing that my money in my savings account it's i can get to it but it's massively losing value every single year yeah like five percent a year is so much um and if you and if you have something that's and then this whole compound growth thing if if you have some uh, the, the, the downside of my experiment is that um I don't compound any gains because I take out immediately and I put it back down to the level it started at in normal currency. But, um, you know, um, but that compound interest, compound, compound interest payment, it just it's just going to decimate what you've got. And these banks are just doing it to us all the time. And if we don't sort of like try and develop a bit of financial literacy, we we, yeah, we sort Uh, of stay stuck in that in that in that mindset. And it's yeah, it is so much about financial literacy and you know it's take it takes time and effort to become literate in this new Mm. language and it's the incentives are less when you have little money like you know I still what I'm in my late mid to late 40s now and I put my I put my cash card in and I'm still excited when I hear it go because I had so many (laughs) years when I was so skint and it was like a uh, I never you know I don't know in the early I'm thinking just as I finished university or a six or nine, put my card in and pray that there was a fiver left. You know, you know and it's yeah, just yeah, so, yeah, yeah. and it's shifting myself to speaking totally personally out mm. of that mentality exactly. and going, look, you know, actually, because I, because, you know, we took, we've spoken. So I think there's something about, you've mentioned it, I think in part was the, the sort of the, the, the fact that Bitcoin isn't burning the earth's resources, but you mm. can actively seek out uh, uh, funds that are divested from fossil fuel, that are divested yeah. from the evil things, and I think though for that, I'm that's more of a Im- impetus for me as well to go. Okay, I because ha- yeah. I have got this pension pot, frankly, that I'm ignoring because mm. I'm like la la la, not sorting it out <laughs> 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 quite literally. And I think you know I could take that. That'd be like right in in the interest of doing making sure it is divested. And I feel then that might be the impetus I need to go right. Come on, come on, 
you could yeah. see yeah, yeah, yeah. memory. I heard I, I literally I heard like trusts are actually like not all that big a deal to set up. I don't know what it means, but I heard like people don't know about like there was this whole podcast episode. I, I should probably try to find where someone was talking about all this all this kind of thing. Um but uh there's all these things that we just don't know about as normal people and the banking industry all that industry is set up to maximize jargon maximize how it looks like we normal people couldn't do it but it's kind of bullshit yeah it's yeah. all sort of like made up you know it's I, it's they just want it to sound impenetrable on and but it's really they're just like yeah. a line's wiggling up and down and they're guessing when it's going to go up and guessing when it's going to go yeah. down i mean it's even teaching us that like in many ways that a mortgage is a thing that must be paid off mm. which of course if you've got a mortgage on your home that you actually want to live in as a retired person you want to be living in a home that has no mortgage on it if you can or whatever but yeah. the if you're if you're getting a property as a as a buy to let or you want to rent it out there is no incentive whatsoever to pay off the capital of on mm. that building for yeah. time for but a million years like <laughs> do you know what I mean like you can yeah, literally if it's more coming it, in more, just, it's cash flow it's not, at the end of it. it's like it, how does it move like yeah and it's like it's those kind of mindsets of being comfortable with like you know either money being locked away what you said you know again it, I have got after a number of years after my after my father died I I I've become much more aware of having that um uh that that sort of like how long having access to emergency cash and that it needs to be more than a week's wages it's got yeah. to be that sort of six months to a year runway i think not five grand <laughs> but you know it's like <laughs> if if your world collapses how much do you need to keep going but once you're beyond that you can start um Play, being a bit oh you know i think it's a i think this is a timely chat i'm glad you've been doing this experiment because it's time <laughs> for me to revisit it though I, you know there's other things yeah so but and it's but i do try and buy things like i ha i what we haven't talked about and maybe we should leave for another time mm. is buying things like art yeah and and that's another like asset art. that's like, yeah that's another thing that you, you know, hope will appreciate and etc et yeah but right? it and it and it may or may or may not so but having you know a few things around you that you know should stand the test of times in terms of durability and potentially you know a pretty picture or an attractive picture mm. will always be an attractive picture even if it doesn't gain interest it might be something you could it's never gonna like run out yeah you know? yeah i mean uh, i mean I mean, for me, what, I'm, what I want to sort of like finish this up with is this. Um, you, you, you Google celebrity net worth, right? And there's this idea of net worth. And then I'm like, what's my net worth? What the hell does that even mean? I've got, <laughs> what is net worth? Net worth is I, I own assets that say, look, I've got a house worth this. I've got a painting worth this. I've yeah. got like stocks in this and I've got like, yeah, I don't know, like all these different investments. And when you add those up, that is now my net worth. And that's what they're talking about. But if you're just, if you don't even understand that, that world, which I like, trust me, I just did not understand people. Anyone listening, like, I, I don't know, I work, pay, sell my time. That's always been what I thought you had to do. Yeah. But um, 
if you can get out of selling your time and gain that financial independence and have enough instead of just going and buying stuff like people win the lottery and they buy stuff you know and that's but that's not what money is when you've got enough that your basic costs are covered and you don't have to like live a life of luxury you can create a thing so that you don't have to do that job you hate anymore or you can try something that you couldn't try before and um yeah by by sort of not getting overexcited and carried away by having some numbers in your bank account and going okay let's have a system have a process of okay i take x amount out i take y amount and put that there i've now got a again not financial advice but i just heard someone say like you just set up an automatic thing i've got now like i've put got the money in the crypto things but now i've just got an automatic buy some every every week it just puts like a tenner out and or like but make it you know 50 or 100 or whatever just like have a constant little kind of drip feed of cash into something like that and then and that's how nutmeg works as well and then you're sort of like leveling out the variation in that kind of when to buy challenge by just having a robot do it and then like you know what all i do monday morning is i kind of pick okay i think ethereum or is it going to be bitcoin or is it going to be cardano or is it going to be tezos or whatever and then that's i just know that like some of that i think it's so much more likely to 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 generate some sort of value down the line than if I just had it sitting in my savings account deprecating in value in a very reliable way like it's good to have some in there but to to make for for, as you say like a runway of an emergency but the rest of it like again like it's like how much do you need as well like how much can you get back how much can you afford to lose like and I think like 10 pounds a week is for me like i can go i mean that would easily be able to waste that so let's just put it in a speculative thing and just get your brain and then just you know i've got i i i got the widgets i installed the widget a couple of widget apps apps so that when i look on my home screen i can sort of see where it is and go ooh, (laughs) you know (laughs) and you get addicted to it for a bit but now i'm like you know that's doing its thing um Yeah, yeah we'll see how it goes interesting yeah. It's all very interesting. I think <laughs> it is. It is. It's like reducing what? your dependency as well on single yeah. points of failure. Exactly. <laughs> and so, I, um, what I'd say for you, like, I, I would, um, I'm going to send you a link to this Use Summit thing. So, what I found really interesting was like, you go create a, um, there's like a template for personal finance. And right. it's just a really interesting way of modeling, like what your bank balance looks like over time. If you try different things, if you have different engines of like put X amount into savings, keep that anything above that level of savings, do this with it, X, Y, Z. And you can sort of start to really go because I think there's nothing like seeing a bank balance to make it like to make it not abstract anymore to make it like oh oh right i would have a yeah, yeah, yeah okay yeah. right yeah and it's and it's hard to think about because we're so like emotionally invested in that in that bank balance number in a way that everything else seems so abstract and difficult to think about but i found this tool um summit.com really kind of useful for getting my head around all this stuff so there we go good 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 okay right all right let's Shall finish we it? it yeah <laughs> Thank
thanks for listening if you like the podcast go to grandpodcast.com send us an email hello at grandpodcast uh, my I'm uh, where can people find you Ivanka <laughs> I'm at Ivanka on Twitter uh, I'm at Michael Forrest on Twitter I'm tweeting wow it's you're happened. tweeting what a I am crazy world away, like a crazy dude um, and yeah like we'll, we'll be back next week <laughs> have a good week <laughs> Thanks for listening. Time. Thanks for listening. See you. Bye. 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 bye, 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 bye.